You're listening to the John DePietro Show. What a night in New Hampshire for President Trump. Let's pick it up. Very entertaining acceptance speech, a lot of enthusiasm. Here's what it sounded like. Well, I want to thank everybody. This is a fantastic state. This is a great, great state. You know, we won New Hampshire three times now, three. three. We win it every time. We win the primary, we win the generals, we've won it, and it's a very, very special place to me. It's very important. If you remember, in 2016, we came here and we needed that win, and we won by 21 points, and it was great. And uh, today, I have to tell you, it was very interesting because I said, wow, what a great victory. But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely (laughs) when it was at 7. But now I just walked up and it's at 14. But she she ran up when it was 7. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing... uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win, she lost. And you know, last last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around, I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. And then I looked at the polls, she was talking about most winnability, who's going to win. And I had one put up, I don't know if you see it, but I have one put up. We've won almost every single poll in the last three months against crooked Joe Biden. Almost every poll. And she doesn't win those polls. And she doesn't win those. This is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. She had a very bad night. And you, uh, you have the... You have the very, the now very unpopular governor of this state. This guy, he's got to be on something. I've never seen anybody with energy. He's like uh, hopscotch. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching this guy, and two weeks ago he said, we're going to win, we're going to win in the last side, we're going to win. About three days ago he started saying, well, we want to do well. That's a big difference. But I walked out just now, we're 14 points up, and I don't know what it's going to be, but when she was up here, it was like six or seven, and, you know, with like 7% of the vote counted. Now, uh, let, let me just tell you, we, uh, we had an unbelievable week last week in Iowa. We set a record. It was the best in the history of the caucus, in the history. And uh, I remember I sort of had the same feeling. I'm up and I'm watching. And I said, she's taking a victory lap. And we, we beat her so badly, she was, but Ron beat her also. You know, Ron came in second and he left. She came in third and she's still hanging around. The other thing, she only got 25% of the Republican votes. I don't know if you saw that. Tremendous numbers of independents came out because in this state, because you have a governor that doesn't frankly know what the hell he's doing in this state, in the Republican primary, they accept Democrats to vote. In fact, I think they had 4,000 Democrats, Democrats before October 6th. They already voted. Now, they're already voting because they want to make me look as bad as possible. Because if you remember, we won in 2016. And if you really remember, and if you want to play it straight, we also won in 2020. <laughs> by more. And we did much better in 2020 than we did in 2016. But as they said, we lost by a whisker, just by a whisker. No, 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 but we can't let that happen. You know, you have to have people that speak up. I said, I can go up and I can say to everybody, oh, thank you for the victory, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. Or I can go up and say, who the hell was the imposter that went up on the stage before and like claimed a victory. She did very poorly, actually. She had to win. The governor said, she's gonna win, she's gonna win, she's gonna win. Then she, she failed badly. Now I have here, if he promises to do, to do it in a minute or less, but the only person more angry than, let's say me, but I don't get too angry, I get even. The only person, 
the only per because he was there and he did fantastically well by the way and then he endorsed me and we don't have to talk about tim scott who by the way just got engaged we have to tell you and that's more important than all of this stuff but a man that got to know her very well is vivek i said vivek i said vivek go up and say a few words about it he has to do it in one minute or less and then we're going to just say we had one hell of a night tonight and one other thing before vivek comes do you see that poll we're going to put it up we have beaten biden you could almost say who can't who the hell can't the man can't put two sentences together he can't find the stairs off a stage who can't but Vivek, one minute or less. Go do it, Vivek. What we saw tonight is America first defeating America last. That's what we saw tonight. If you want America last, you can go to Joe Biden. You got another candidate still apparently in the Republican primary. Cut your Social Security to fork over more money to Ukraine so some kleptocrat can buy a bigger house. Go to Nikki Haley. But you know who delivered a double-digit victory tonight? It is a double-digit victory as of right now. Is this man, Donald J. Trump, the leader of America first? And that means something. Now, USA and Donald Trump, America first. Now, I got, I got 30 seconds left. I want to make this point here, okay? We got to say this. We got to say this right. What we see right now with her continuing in this race is the ugly underbelly of American politics, where the mega donors are trying to do one thing when we the people say another. And it's up to us to we the people to at long last say, hell no, we the people create a government that is accountable to us. And we the people have said tonight we want again, as we did in Iowa, Donald J. Trump. And so you want to actually speak truth. That's the truth tonight. And the only thing they're rooting for is an ugly thing that we don't want to see happen. That's what these people are rooting for, is playing to say long enough so the Reed Hoffmans and the ugly Democratic George Soros Juniors who are funding the lawsuits against Trump can prop up their puppet. We say no to that vision. I say the general election begins tonight, and this man will win it in a landslide. God bless you, Donald J. Trump. Vote Trump USA. nice wasn't that nice so this was a great evening and i want to thank everybody again he had a big, there's no question he had a big night um it was interesting to me that immediately after that when um he was very upset that nikki haley how she handled herself but when um when fox news then went to hannity sean hannity said boy i wish he would spend more time going after biden in like in basically saying why why does he have to still keep attack her, attacking her that was what hannity said folks you're listening to the john DePietro show the lodge pub and eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln lunch dinner drinks in the lounge especially this time of year so much going on they always have a nice crowd right there full bar large dining area right there in the lounge easy to get to whether it's lunch or dinner a great meal is waiting for you at the lodge pub and eatery think of this since 1994 that's right celebrating the big anniversary this year i'll see you at the lodge pub and eatery 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln Where do things stand with President Trump, his legal problems, the gag order? Well, we asked our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Here's part of his answer. And our final story, uh, President Trump has lost the gag order fight. Uh, we can't go a segment without touching on the president. You know, on the one hand, he's celebrating wins in Iowa, New Hampshire, but his legal problems are still sitting out there. Yes, and this is all the case where... Um he's been subject to a gag order the judge said you can't say anything negative about me the judge or my clerk or my staff or the prosecutors or the potential witnesses now 
certainly the gag order is an attempt to keep President Trump from poisoning a potential jury pool. But it's it's a tricky wicket for the court and for uh, Donald Trump because when he's on the campaign trail saying, you know, um, I'm not getting a fair shake in this court. I'm not getting a fair shake from this judge. Um, I think this is a political prosecution. And these are the things that he says everywhere, you know, that he goes. The judge can take the position, well, you are violating the gag order because you're speaking negatively about me and about the prosecutors who are prosecuting this case. You can't do that. Trump's saying, well, wait a minute, I'm a candidate for president. Um, I'm on the stump. This is a political speech. This is my opinion. Uh, You can't gag me from speaking my opinions as to the quality of this case, its merits, my defense, or what's going on here, because he's going to say, I think this is a political prosecution, and I'm being prosecuted for no other reason that I'm the leading challenger to uh, Joe Biden. So enforcing such a gag order will be will be challenging for the trial judge. Now, this federal appeal panel uh, denied uh, President Trump's request in a one-line decision, and they refused to stay the effectiveness of this decision while Trump takes further appeals. So to the extent he now speaks out in potential violation of this gag order, he is now subject once again to potential sanctions from the court. Could be money sanctions, fines, could be incarceration, which would be like a real stretch. And now we can predict that uh, Donald Trump will appeal this federal court decision to the U.S. Supreme Court. Will he win or will he lose? Who knows? Um, Does it serve him tactically because it should serve to maybe delay this trial further to some degree, which is really what he's looking for? I think he will get a delay of his trial. But he is now once again in a precarious position because the the stay on the enforceability of that gag order is no longer in effect. So the prosecutors are going to be watching him carefully to see if they can bring up more complaints before this judge of a gag order violation, which means Trump has to tailor his speech when he's on the stump and he's going to say that's undermining his ability to be a candidate. So it's it's a very interesting confluence of First Amendment privileges versus what are either necessary and or legitimate or maybe not so legitimate uh, gag orders that the court's issuing. And I think our Supreme Court's going to have to take this up. Folks, again, he is our legal analyst. It's attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, excellent job as always. Stay warm and we'll talk to you again. You too, John. Take care. All your oil needs, make it Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Call Henry Oil today. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. It's Henry Oil, residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery since 1947. They also have budget plans, service contracts, lock lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. We got a long way to go with winter. Make sure that tank is filled. Call Henry Oil today. 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, a local family-run business since 1947 that you can depend on. For all your oil needs, call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, she didn't win, but she had a good night. Nikki Haley is now 
it is a two-person race let's pick it up she took to the stage last night in new hampshire at one point in this campaign there were 14 of us running and we were at two percent in the polls well i'm a fighter and i'm scrappy and now we're the last one standing next to donald trump and today we got close to half of the vote we still have a ways to go but we keep moving up For a lot of people, politics is way too personal. It's not personal for me. I voted for Trump twice. I was proud to serve America in his cabinet. I agree with many of his policies. I decided to run because I'm worried about the future of our country and because it's time to put the negativity and chaos behind us. economy that's crushing middle-class Americans. We have a border that is totally open and dangerous, creating a disaster in our country. Unbelievable! We have, school, we have schools that are failing too many of our children, and we have a world on fire with a war in Europe and the Middle East and a huge and growing threat from China. And then you look at Washington, D.C., We have a Congress that fights about everything and accomplishes nothing. And we have Joe Biden in the White House making one bad decision after another when he's making any decisions at all. Our country's in a real mess. Republicans have lost almost every competitive election. We lost the Senate. We lost the House. We lost the White House. We lost in 2018. We lost in 2020. And we lost in 2022. The worst kept secret in politics is how badly the Democrats want to run against Donald Trump. Trump is the only Republican in the country who Joe Biden can defeat. You can't fix you can't fix the mess if you don't win an election. A Trump nomination is a Biden win and a Kamala Harris presidency. I defeat Biden handily. With Donald Trump, you have one bout of chaos after another. This court case, that controversy, this tweet, that senior moment. You can't fix Joe Biden's chaos with Republican chaos. The other day, Donald Trump accused me of not providing security at the Capitol on January 6th. Now, I've long called for mental competency tests for politicians over the age of 75. Trump claims he'd do better than me in one of those tests. Maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. But if he thinks that, 
then he should have no problem standing on a debate stage with me. between Biden and Trump. The first party to retire its 80-year-old candidate is going to be the party that wins this election. And I think it should be the Republicans that win this election. So our fight is not over because we have a country to save. In the the next two months, millions of voters in over 20 states will have their say. We should honor them and allow them to vote. And guess what? In the next two months, Joe Biden isn't going to get any younger or any better. (laughs) We'll have all the time we need to defeat Joe Biden. When we get to South Carolina, Donald Trump's going to have a harder time falsely attacking me. The great people of South Carolina know I cut their taxes. They know they know I signed the toughest illegal immigration bill in the country. They know we passed voter ID and tort reform and ethics reform. And they know we moved 35,000 people from welfare to work. time I've run for office in South Carolina, I've beaten the political establishment. They're lined up against me again. That's no surprise. But South Carolina voters don't want a coronation. They want an election. And we're going to give them one. Because we are just getting started. Thank you for the energy. Now, folks, I'll say this. That's uh, Nikki Haley. Um, Whoever is running her campaign, where they, I'll tell you where they're really Uh, smart, politically savvy, is the fact that she took to the stage after Iowa and acted like she won Iowa. And then last night, she certainly got under President Trump's skin by saying now it's a two-person race, and she's she's coming out of there like the winner, acting like the winner. Now, the Trump people don't like that, but for everyone else, and you're looking at at that and her attitude and spirit— you don't see someone bitter. You don't see someone, you know, kicking the dirt. Um, I think whoever's advising her to do this, it's a good strategy. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508 252 for propane plus three generations you can always depend on propane plus for all your heating and cooling call them today 401-885-4209 three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they're going to serve you for a very long time they have a great user-friendly website you just log on at propaneplus.com and then you type in your zip code residential commercial propane plus heating and cooling always there for you give them a call today in rhode island 401-885-4209 in massachusetts 508-252-3359 the johnson family three generations heating and cooling you can always depend 
on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, DOT, Washington Bridge, without question, under fire. DOT Director Peter Alviti sat down Kim Kalunian. She's an anchor on WPRI. She went to the State House, interviewed the DOT Director in the State Room. If you look at the video, if you were from maybe somewhere else and unfamiliar with the setting, it almost looks like she's interviewing the governor. I want to play it. Because it builds up towards, and what WPRI Channel 12 is really pushing, is her final question for Peter Alviti, where she had posed on the social media platform X, formerly Twitter, what question would you like me to ask the DOT director? So if you go through the responses, as you can imagine, people are, you know, they want a scalp. They they are saying, now... Granted, it's not all, keep in mind, these are anonymous accounts. These are people that don't identify themselves. Um, You could argue kind of plays to the least common denominator, but it's a tactic they used. Let's play it. And she, this was really the purpose of the interview. And by contrast, uh, this was the question that Brian Crandall had asked. Governor McKee, back when this whole thing first, you know, broke back on December 11th and 12th, and Governor McKee shot him down. But this is Kim Kalunian of Channel 12. They have the segment they call Community Focus. So I want to play it. Washington Bridge. Take a listen. In the short term, even if there is no definitive timeline, what is the plan to try and alleviate traffic right now? Very good question. We've got... um, uh, several engineering companies working on just that precisely that what kind of interim measures can we put in place by using other infrastructure that's available uh, on the eastbound um, bridge which uh, let's make sure everybody understands the eastbound part of the washington bridge was only built about 15 years ago it's a modern bridge it's in good shape We're looking at ways to utilize that more effectively to maybe open up additional lanes there. So just to pause you for a second, the eastbound side of the bridge, completely different structure. When you're talking about repairing, replacing, rebuilding, you're not talking about the eastbound side, just the westbound side. Just the westbound side. Now, um, why uh, back 15 years ago when they did the eastbound side, didn't they do the westbound side i'm sure it was a question of money and finance and everything but we've solved that now we've solved that portion and we're going ahead and we're going to uh make the westbound side as good and modern or even more modern than the um than the eastbound side so we're looking at we have people looking at ways of the approach on the westbound approach to see if there are ways that we can reconfigure uh, lanes and traffic on the westbound approach to this to uh, have people move through that congestion a little more freely. And how quickly could those measures be put into place? Days, weeks? Some of them uh, you may see evolve in the next week or two, and some will take longer, but uh, we're looking at short, near-term, and longer-term solutions to the problem. I think people are wondering, how did the bridge go from looking seemingly just fine during an inspection Mm -hmm. over the summer to now we're talking about potentially having to tear it down? Yep. So likewise, we're, we're, we've got a separate team of forensic engineers looking into that question to help us understand what, how the history evolved up to this point. But forward-looking, it's as I said, um, how, do we, how do we fix it and why is it that complex? Well, it's, a, it's the westbound uh, portion of the Washington Bridge is some 18 different bridges that are all together. It's not just a simple bridge. It's a very complex bridge. And it's not one that is just going 20 feet above the road below it. There's an 80 foot difference between it and the water below it. So we have a water body with piers that are in the water and a, and a bridge that is composed of about 18 normal highway bridges into one bridge. So it's extremely complex. But as, we're, as our engineers are looking at it, much like a doctor looks at a patient, if there are other things that they find, that's their purpose, to find that. So is it fair to say they uncovered 
worse issues, bigger problems than just the pins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've said that now uh, for the last couple of weeks that um, as they are doing di their diagnosis, they're finding other things. When I went on Twitter and I said I would be sitting down with you, yeah. one of the top responses I got was, it's time for you to step down. What do you say to people who have lost confidence in you as a leader? I ask them to be patient. Look, I uh, don't respond to Twitter and I don't respond to um, any of the social media. Um, I respond to facts. I'm here as an engineer, as a director, and my job is to keep people safe and to build bridges. During the last eight years, we've built at DOT over 300 bridges, correcting many bridges like the one that we're currently doing. And we, and we corrected them, and we'll get this one correct. Now, <clears throat> there was a lot there. And I think something that also needs to be taken in now. Um, so if you're Channel 12, you know, they're really hyping that. They indirectly asked the question and almost vocalized what a lot of people are thinking and, and are complaining about. So now you could certainly argue, did they... Did Kim Kalunian need to go on social media in order to use that as the jump off to ask the question? You want to ask the question. Uh, how else could it have been phrased without a journalist reporter injecting their own personality? Um, is it fair that people, you know, do you still feel people have faith or confidence in your ability to lead? I don't know. Um, she got the answer she was looking for. I want to play. Now, the difference why Channel 12 likes it is let's go back to that first press briefing when they closed it and the way Governor McKee really jumped on Brian Crandall of Channel 10. So here's how that went. Has there been any discussion of changes at DOT, potential resignation of the director? Yeah, so I'm not going to answer those questions. We're here to talk about an emergency. It's, that's out of line. Okay, so we're here, and, and, people and, and are, no, what, no. You, you may be talking about it, but the people I'm talking to are very pleased with what's happening right now. And, and anybody behind me right now that we're going to personalize this issue at this moment in time during an emergency, I think that is uh, beyond the pale. So we'll answer questions specific to this topic uh, going forward. I don't want to hear any more of those questions. You can take it out on me later, Brian, but there's an inappropriate question, and I'm not going to even uh, even entertain an answer on that. Uh, I have already indicated that I have full faith in the team that's sitting here and standing here with me and beyond me, uh, and that includes uh, the uh, the leadership at DOT. Do you acknowledge that people are I'm not going to go further on that. No, do you, do you acknowledge I'm going to ask you to stay on topic. What the people, I think the Mayor Smiley hit the nail on the head. We're here to service the people that live in the state of Rhode Island, and we have recognized that they have been, uh, uh, you know, certainly more than merely inconvenienced, and, and East Providence and Providence in particular. To, we'll stick to the topic at hand. And he, uh, he shut that down. But look, it's still, it's a month later. It's not going away. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Do you need a good plumber? I found the best plumber, JMB Plumbing. Call them today, all your plumbing needs, 401-743-9153, JMB Plumbing. They've been providing plumbing services for years. Skilled professionals stand behind their work, guarantee you will be happy. Maybe it's repairing damaged water pipes, repair clogged pipelines, maybe replace a, a water heater, as well as all your plumbing needs. Call them now. It's JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153. Nothing throws off your life or your home or your business. When you need plumbing service, you need someone reliable, someone who's professional, someone who'll handle the job and do it right. It's JMB Plumbing. Call them today. 401-743-9153, JMB Plumbing, and look for them on Facebook. Check out tepetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, all our links to social media, exclusive stories and videos waiting for you at tepetro.com.
You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, folks, you hear me talk about Yankee Tree, Yankee Tree Service. That's who you want to call. Need some tree trimming experts. How about this situation in Middletown where these uh, this tree company, they were called out to do some tree trimming, and this woman claims that she was not told about it. It's not funny. And um, I believe right in the Middletown-Newport border, and, and listen to um, Channel 10 has the story on essentially what happened here and that's when he was like dude she has a gun call the cops now at 5 30 a middletown woman threatens tree trimmers trying to do their job on someone else's property it started with verbal threats and then she grabbed what ended up being a fake gun incredible it's a terrifying experience nonetheless which ended up in a massive police response let's get right to joanna boris she's live in middletown working the story joanna the worker tells me he's been yelled at on the job before, but says this takes it to a whole new level. Just, it was stupid. It's like all over a tree. Brian Eberhard says he and his brother were hired to trim branches that hung over a driveway in Middletown. Suddenly, 66-year-old Donna Benesh came running outside, demanding they stop. You're not touching my tree. You're not touching my tree. Eberhard says the woman ran back into her house and came out ready to protect her Norway maple. She literally got a ladder and like leaned it up against a tree and climbed it to the top of the ladder with a thermos and a backpack. But Eberhard and his brother continued cutting. So Benish came down her ladder. She ran into her house and came out with a with a rifle and pointed at it, pointed it at him. At this point, the brothers realized they needed to call 911 has a firearm which she has seen and she's threatening uh, to use it if they don't stop cutting the tree. A neighbor across the street says police quickly surrounded the area. All of a sudden the road was incredibly busy and people kept passing back and forth. Police say the gun the suspect pointed at the worker was fake but a real rifle was confiscated from inside her home. They along with Newport police arrested Benish at a nearby business a few hours later. She's being charged with felony assault. Eberhard tells me he and his brother are going to have to come back here at some point to finish up the job. Live in Middletown, Joanna Boris, NBC10 News. Now, what also happened was somehow this woman, no one was tracking her. And so the real then gist of the story is so police shut down the street. They surround the street. They're... It's basically considered an armed standoff. But then someone recognized her. She was what I was. She was at a, in a bar on Broadway in Newport. And then someone recognized like, hey, there's the person. They have the house and the street surrounded and they're trying to locate her. So now, again, folks, you know, I don't know what it is. People are just acting so bizarrely you if you're law enforcement whoever you you can't take chances the woman did have a rifle inside um many times many of these toy guns or fake guns it's it's difficult if not impossible to be able to tell whether it's it's a real firearm or a fake firearm so i feel for the the tree people there's different ways that this can be handled if someone runs into or encounters this type of situation but and with law enforcement, you can't take any chances that someone suddenly is brandishing a weapon and threatening to use it. There's uh, especially this is a tough time of year. There's also there's just there's a lot of depression. There's a lot of drugs in our society. There's a lot of illicit drugs in our society. There's people acting very strangely. There's a lot of people that get medications. Uh, they mix various things. Who knows how someone is going to behave? These are some individuals sent out to do a job just to trim a, a tree down. Now, in hindsight, I, I don't know. I don't know what the relationship is with the neighbor. I was going to say maybe you give the neighbor a heads up. But, um, you know, that's who knows what the relationship is like. Uh, I don't know enough about the specifics of that. And, but but look at what is supposed to just be a very routine, easy, you know, someone's uh, arrives to do a job to tr trim a tree and suddenly you have a, uh, a neighbor. First, how about she was starting to climb the tree with a backpack like she was going to climb and sit in the tree? 
and then abandons that with the ladder and then instead goes inside and gets the fake gun. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. When it comes to insurance, you need a neighbor, a partner, and friend. You need Shoppa Insurance Agency. They're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Call today, free consultation, 401-900-INSU, 401-900-4678, Shoppa Insurance, SIA. Stephen, very experienced, whether it's auto, home, renters, business insurance, flood, recreational, umbrella, any other protection for your assets, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, Shoppa Insurance Agency, your agency of choice. Call today, set up a meeting. They're so knowledgeable, can have everything under one roof. Call Shoppa Insurance today, 401-900-INSU or 401-900-4678. Look for them on Facebook, again, located Reservoir Avenue in Cranston, Shoppa Insurance Agency, your neighbor, your partner, your friend, one-stop insurance solutions. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Rhode Island Senator Jack Reed talking about Putin, uh, speaking in the Capitol about Putin, North Korea, Ukraine, I want to play. This is Rhode Island Senator Jack Reed talking about Putin. If Ukraine loses, the United States loses. Because Putin will not be stopped by undermining Ukraine. He has a vision which, if we allow him to proceed, encompasses other countries, encompasses NATO countries. And if NATO is involved, then we are involved. I would rather send the resources and the supplemental than young Americans to contest Russia. Our economic interests are at stake, and so is, I suggested, the future of our strategic partnerships. And as Senator Schumer mentioned, it was reported last week that Ukraine is running out of artillery ammunition while the Russians are being supplied by the North Koreans. It's imperative that we step up and provide Ukraine with the ammunition, with the platforms, with the tools they need to defend themselves. Congress has a responsibility to pass the supplemental, not out of the goodness of our hearts, not out of some sense of just, you know, give them some money, et cetera, and the problem will go away, but to the American people. It makes America safer and stronger. It advances key security and humanitarian interests. It reduces the threat of armed conflict from spiraling and spreading. And that is one of the major concerns we have at the moment. It keeps our commitment to allies and partners. America has been and is the most trusted nation in the world. That's why we have allies. If we abandon Ukraine, then we will lose the trust of many other nations. We have to move forward. We have to invest in our industrial base. We have to do many things. But the first step is to support the people of Ukraine in their struggle against autocracy. We must do that. I urge all my colleagues to join us. Now, that was Senator Reid. I've been pretty vocal. I agree with that. I don't understand There's, there's many people that that knock that position or they that try to say the neocons so now you have that situation and then let's go to uh some sound of pete ducey at the white house uh why do you think it is that more and more people pulled polled excuse me polled feel the president's less and less mentally sharp pete ducey asked that let's hear it feel like over time president biden is getting less and less mentally sharp which poll is this abc uh has president biden's rating for health since may down five points and for mental sharpness down four points you know i have to say that's a little confusing for me because if you look at what this president has done the last three years historical pieces of legislation right when it comes to bipartisan infrastructure deal 
many presidents before, like your favorite president, had said that... Who's my favorite president? <laughs> why don't you, why don't we let the American people guess. But had no, said... No, 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 let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. You ask me a question, I'm going to... No, 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 let me, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. And you'll, you'll guess who I'm talking about, who used to say, infrastructure week, infrastructure week, which was a punchline, became a joke. And now we are seeing infrastructure decade because of this president. There's the Chips and Science Act, right? There is the Infl Inflation Reduction Act. These are legislation that is going to have a difference for generations to come, right? And so this is something that this president has done. That's pretty sharp for this president to have been able to do that. Let's look at the economy. The economy now, unemployment, is under 4%. 14 million jobs created. The economy is in a better place than when it was when he walked in. That's just a fact. That's just the data. And we're seeing consumer sentiment is going up. And we saw, just in December, how, um, how people spent more. And we hadn't seen that in some time. So I think you needed a president like President Biden to get that type of stuff done. Someone who's had Senate experience, someone who was the VP, vice president under, under uh, President Bi Obama, obviously, and someone who has been a pretty effective president over the last three years. Now, that's not really the question and how it came out. The fact of the matter is every time people see president, uh, not every time, I should say when voters see President Biden, they see him, in essence, failing is what they're seeing. Now, let's go to a reporter from CNN interviewing Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, this is getting a lot of play. Listen to this. I'm struck just in your presence. The, I was watching you on stage, watching the reactions from the crowd, mm -hmm. looking you in the eye with your passion that you were displaying and talking about so many issues. And yet, you hear candidates suggesting that a vote for President Biden, because of his age, is somehow a vote for you. And that is hurled as an insult. It's intended to demonstrate some negative viewpoint towards you. What is your reaction to this thought that with your background in particular, with your career, that there is some thought that you are incapable well, I, I think that um, most women who have risen in their profession, who are leaders in their profession, have had similar experiences. Mm. Um, I was the first woman to be elected district attorney. I was the first woman to be elected attorney general of the state of California. And I'm the first woman to be vice president. And I love my job. <laughs> I can't get over the way the CNN reporter was fawning, and that's really what caught people's attention, the way that she was fawning over the vice president. I want to just play just the question again. Listen to the way this is framed. <laughs> now, again, the reporter said, question? I, it, I'm struck young just in your female presence, of color. The, I was watching you on stage, watching the reactions from the crowd, mm -hmm. looking you in the eye with your passion that you were displaying and talking about so many issues. And yet, you hear candidates suggesting that a vote for President Biden because of his age is somehow a vote for you, and that is hurled as an insult. It's intended to demonstrate some negative viewpoint towards you. What is your reaction to this thought that with your background in particular, with your career, that there is some thought that you are incapable? It's the poll numbers. I understand the way she's trying to ask the question, but in reality, this is the ace in the hole. I believe <clears throat> Kamala Harris, we saw when she ran for president, look at the poll numbers, how people view her. If there's anyone, it, it, there is certainly not a large number of people that would like to see her to be president of the United States. They don't think she's up to it. They don't. She's proven she's not capable of it is really, you know, the answer there. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see Marie, that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. They understand quality, integrity, 
It's my health. It's all about your health. Local products. I say honey, maple syrup, beef, fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health. And it's my health. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, I always tout our website just because it has exclusive stories and video. It has links to on-the-scene live stream. Remember, there's no vo- uh, vowel I. It's D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, DePietro.com. You can also reach me that way if you'd like to get in touch with me. DePietro.com, log on. And then links to Facebook and YouTube, everything we have, it's all waiting for you right there at the website. For all your tree needs, call Yankee Tree today. The tree trimming experts in Lincoln call Yankee Tree at 401-439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, Tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, even bobcat service. You can depend on Yankee Tree. Remember, 24-7 emergency services available. They are fully insured, licensed arborists. Yankee Tree. With all these storms, don't let some dangerous branches fall onto your home or business. Call Yankee Tree today, 401-439-6028. The tree trimming experts in Lincoln you can depend on Yankee Tree Service. Call them, 401-439-6028. Free quote, 24-7 emergency service, Yankee Tree Service. There when you need them, 401-439-6028. Check out tepetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. All our links to social media, exclusive stories and videos waiting for you at tepetro.com. Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, especially this time of year. So much going on. They always have a nice crowd right there. Full bar, large dining area right there in the lounge. Easy to get to, whether it's lunch or dinner. A great meal is waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Think of this, since 1994. That's right, celebrating the big anniversary this year. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. <music> 